Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the Busy Blooming podcast. My name's Tess. I'm Alexis. And this is a very exciting episode. I'm so excited. So exciting. Yeah. So exciting. First of all, we got the audio together finally. We have our mics. Finally. Yeah. If you guys have been following along, like this has truly been an uphill battle every single week. And I think this week might be the week we have the audio like together. So. Yeah. We don't want to jinx ourselves because no. I know we said it before. Yeah. And it was not the vibe. It was not. But I think we have it. I think so too. So that's exciting. And also, it's our finally long-awaited special project (laughs) announcement. Yes, our secret project that we've been hyping up for so long. I know. I just want to say secret project, like, as long as I can, because it makes me feel really important. I know. It feels so, like, professional. I know. So, yeah. Well, before we get into that, and of course, we're going to share our iconic highs and lows of the week. Um, Of course. Yeah. But we wanted to introduce the guest. So, this week, we have Bailey Stamworth on the podcast, and I'm so excited for this episode. She's one of our favorite influencers. She is, like, just queen of starting businesses. She interned for The Skinny Confidential, and she just has so much good advice of doing what you want taking control of your life and just like knowing what to do and she gave a lot of good advice like I just I can't wait for everyone to hear it it was so much fun if you guys are new here busy blooming is not just a podcast we also have an instagram and a tiktok both at busy blooming with two g's we have a facebook group that you guys can join we have a linkedin we have a website and we have something new that we are gonna announce soon today this episode so stay tuned (laughs) yeah make sure to go join we almost we are so close to a thousand people in the facebook group which is oh my god i know i just noticed that this morning yeah a thousand Mm -hmm. is like i think that was our 2021 goal was a thousand people Um, yeah so yeah that's like so many i know and it's just like everyone in the group is so like supportive and nice like we have never had one problem ever like over the year with the Facebook group like everyone in it is truly just iconic it is so iconic yeah and I just hope it stays that way forever because it is so fun it's just like such a safe space it really is it really is so um yeah make sure to go join the Facebook group get us to a thousand and yeah maybe you'll be the 1000th person let's just get into the the announcement yeah we know that you guys are just like on the edge of your seats so we're we're not gonna put you through any more pain no people are gonna click (laughs) off if you don't tell them what it is no literally they're gonna be like get to the freaking point (laughs) okay so our special exciting project is drum roll okay (laughs) um busy blooming apparel i have mine on you do not which you know Mm, I know I will say I was wearing mine earlier I went to the store this morning and I did wear it to the store so whoever was in the Bears Lake Superstore in Halifax Nova Scotia this morning (laughs) you got a sneak peek if you saw me walking around (laughs) (laughs) they spoiled it they sent it to Demois and like no totally totally (laughs) oh my god okay so I have this this apparel and this merch has been something we've been wanting to do I think like forever for so long yeah even before the podcast like having busy blooming like crew necks and sweatshirts has been something like 
we've always wanted to do and it's here finally 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 i can't believe that it's here it, so we're announcing it today so on our instagram um we're gonna post some of the styles and then throughout the week we'll be promoting it like just so you guys can see the different like versions and then friday november 5th it will go live at 8 a.m eastern standard time so yeah so exciting yeah so I have the website open now you guys can go on Friday it's busyblooming.ca slash shop and we have two different styles like two different designs and then each of those designs are all in pink black and white and then in a hoodie or a crew neck so there's like so, so many, many options <laughs> so many yeah. options okay so one of the sweaters is like a really cute embroidered just says busy blooming on the front and then the other one is the cutest Y2K style ever that says, so can't talk, I'm busy blooming on the back, which I'm literally obsessed with that one. I wear it all the freaking time. Same. It's so yeah. cute. They're both really different because we wanted to get something that, like, the, we know, like, the Y2K, like, big print on the back of a sweater, like, might not be everyone's style, even though, you know, we're obsessed. But <laughs> the, so the other one, it's kind of like the old branding a little bit, like, the Times yeah. New Roman, like, embroidered, mm-hmm. just busy blooming, um, which that sweater I've had in my mind, like, literally since starting in, like, this would just be so, like, minimal. <laughs> so, yeah. And, yeah, we have crewnecks, hoodies, they're in black, white, and pink, of course. So, um, yeah, go check it out on Friday at 8 a.m. Yeah, and if you guys order, make sure you tag us. Yeah, see, totally. Make sure to tag us. Um, and also, five percent of all the proceeds of the merch go to supporting girls' education. So, um, yeah, five percent of your purchase. It's with Plan Canada, which is a really great charity. Mm-hmm. Um, they help girls get in school and stay in school. And we really wanted to give back. Um, to something like this. I mean, like girls' education is so important. I feel like it's just you guys listening is also something you guys would value so um yeah there's more information on the website of Mm -hmm. the charity and and we'll talk about on their instagram and stuff too we'll probably post like a question um, yeah box so maybe on monday on monday today yeah we're like (laughs) figuring out the whole thing right now with you guys (laughs) yeah Yeah, for sure on monday but yeah um but yeah so stay tuned for the question box today and um yeah get it i'm so excited i can't wait i know i'm so excited I'm so excited. Like, yeah, I feel like it, we've been wearing them for a couple weeks now. Yeah. But now I'm so excited to see other people wear them. Me too. I've been wearing them a lot. But because for the Y2K, like, Can't Talk and Busy Blooming one, it's only on the back. And then Busy Blooming Oh, yeah. Blooming I've is noticed so that small. you've been wearing it. Yeah. It's so yeah. small on the front. So if I put my hair up front, you like, you can't, can't even, even see. see. I know I noticed that I'm like oh my gosh you're so sneaky I know you know (laughs) and then but then the hoodie or like then when the busy blooming one it's like so front and center like you can't really yeah yeah Um, and yeah also we have everything in black um as well which you know storm is he's wearing his black busy blooming sweater today actually he's been oh my god he is yeah i should post some photos (laughs) (laughs) yeah him and his brother both have one my dad has one so oh my god yeah it's um that's so cute not saying that you can't get it i kind of want a black one too actually because i kind of like it i know because like black goes with everything yeah so lots of options there's i think like nine or ten items so yeah yeah and we ship everywhere everywhere around the world Mm -hmm. and get a sweater which is exciting yeah i don't know is there anything else to say anything else i just feel like this has been such a long time coming and i know i just like i know i feel like we covered it all though yeah, I think so too. I think. 
Okay, cool. So stay tuned on Instagram and um, busyblooming.ca slash shop on Friday. Yeah. I guess that's it on that. Should we get into the highs and lows of the week? Yeah. Um, should I go first? Yeah, you go first. Okay. So my high of the week, I am finally reading It Ends With Us by Colleen Hoover. I feel like I'm literally the last person on the yeah. planet to read this book. <laughs> and I don't know why it's taking me so long. But I'm finally reading it. I'm probably... Mm, I have maybe like 100 pages left. It's one of those books that's just all over TikTok that I think, like, even if you aren't a reader, like, you've read it because it's just everywhere. It's yeah. so good. Yeah. Yeah. It's really, really good. Yeah. My favorite book of all time is Normal People by Sally Rooney. Hmm. But, like this is up there no like way. I haven't yeah. finished it yet so like I can't speak for the ending and I don't know how it's gonna end so mm-hmm. please nobody spoil it for me like I will be so <laughs> upset <laughs> but I feel like it's gonna I don't know if it will overtake normal people but it will be next to normal people yeah it's so good it's one of the first books I think I read like when I started reading again this year and like I don't know if I've topped it it's so yeah good. have you read normal people no you have to read it I know okay I'm going to I'm reading um this oh my god luckiest girl alive I'm reading that right now and I hate it really yeah have you read it? I haven't read it no I hear all the time on the morning toast like yeah isn't that like like Claudia's favorite book she talks about it all the time I know I it's like really sad really yeah well it ends with us is sad too though oh god don't well no but just like the story like yeah yeah like sad vibes for sure yeah (laughs) (laughs) yeah have you ever read another colleen hoover book no this is my first one that like i've read some other ones and that one's still my favorite it's really good yeah i've heard i feel like it's like that with most people like this is most people's Mm -hmm. favorite but i definitely am gonna read more Mm -hmm. after this i think i wanted to read 25 books this year and i think i have like I'm I really have fallen behind like I think I still have like 10 <laughs> that I have to read before December you so um it. I'm really gonna be on my reading grind the next couple of months so maybe I'll I'll add some Colleen Hoover yeah I'm excited you have to give us all your recs from your oh reading. my god I totally will right now read normal people please 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 if you haven't read it please read it I'm literally obsessed <laughs> with it or at least watch the show if you haven't read the book just watch the tv show Thanks. and then my low I ordered this really cute sweater. It's like a chocolate brown turtleneck. And I was so excited about it. (laughs) My order got canceled. Because it like went out of stock. That is so heartbreaking. It is so heartbreaking. Literally everything else in my order shipped. Um, I ordered it from Old Navy. Like we all know that I'm an Old Navy stan. (laughs) I stan the activewear (laughs) and I stan their jeans. Mm-hmm. And I got this really cute sweater, and they canceled it on me, and I was really sad about it. Where yeah. did it go? Why don't why you have you it anymore? Option? Like why? I know. Why get your hopes up that much? You know. I know it's like so heartbreaking. Well, I guess you could go like in person and get it, but who wants to do that? Not me. No, no, nobody. Not the vibe. It's starting to get cold out too. Oh my god! I know. <laughs> I know it I was know. freezing here the other day like I can't I, I, pu- I pulled out my parka and like I wore it to really the other day. it was <gasps> so okay maybe that was like a little extra but it was like <laughs> I was not even that warm like it was cold 
So oh my god, and we're in Toronto and Halifax. If, if you guys didn't know, so yeah, not and it's the best. cold here. Mm-hmm. It's colder in Halifax. Like I don't know how you do it. Yeah, no, I know. I'm like dreading the winter. I know. I I read on like blog Toronto that it's supposed to be like one of the worst winters, but I feel like they say that every single year. I know, but then it like feels like the same as last year. So you're like, I know, mm, was it really worse? <laughs> yeah, I did not go outside last year in the winter, though. To be fair, ah, <laughs> uh, no, me either. I worked from home, so I literally would never leave, and I would just yeah. order my groceries delivery. So I'm like, I'd never have to leave. I could just be a hermit and stay yeah. here forever. Same. Same. Yeah. So okay. what about you? How was your week? Your highs? Your lows? Oh my god, I had a crazy week. Like mm-hmm. just big moves are happening so um (laughs) yeah I feel like my high and my low (laughs) is this so if you guys follow me on TikTok um and if you don't please go follow me it's like what are you doing yeah like go follow both of us um (laughs) but I quit my job this week oh my god that's so exciting it's so exciting and it's so um like it happened so fast like I this has a, been a long time coming and, and I feel like like my, my content just like a lot of the stuff I've been saying I've been like just I've had a lot of emotions <laughs> recently <laughs> and um yeah so I gave my two weeks notice yesterday um I am going to another job I think a lot of people think I'm just like leaving Quitting. yeah work which I mean like would love to but um, <laughs> yeah it's like no. just can't happen right now <laughs> yeah I'm going to another job I once like everything's officially like final and I have like a good grasp and everything I'm gonna go into more detail of like what I'm doing but it's like a really different it's gonna be a very different like lifestyle structure so um yeah I'm excited and I'm nervous and I was really sad yesterday like you know when you're just so ready like you just are so ready to quit and then you do it and you're like am I making a mistake yeah it's like why (laughs) did I just do that yeah but no I I do it's one of those things it's like you know it's the right decision but it's still sad and like yeah hard and yeah yeah. it's like a breakup totally yeah and then you start just then you only think of the good parts of the job and then it's yeah exactly and then you look back and you're like well this was amazing why did I leave but it's like when you were in it it wasn't that amazing I mean sure it was great but like you left for a reason exactly. exactly and then the where I'm going is just like it makes so much more sense like for me yeah. and yeah I've been working in like legal and tax for the last like two years as a marketing manager and um as much as I like love legal and tax it's just, <laughs> it's just not, like it's not my passion <laughs> it's just not really my vibe no shade but I think if you guys know me it's just it's not really yeah um my vibe so yeah yeah no I'm excited (laughs) but yeah that was like the whole week I was like deciding and interviewing and then yeah so there's a lot of highs and lows like throughout all of that so Mm -hmm. um yeah stay tuned for more details on where I'm going and what I'm doing but yeah big week big week yeah that's so exciting that's like such a big life move I know it's I don't know it's so hard because I've jumped around jobs so many times so I Mm -hmm. think I'm anticipating like some negativity with this because yeah like I say my one-year anniversary was actually like on Thursday which is the day I signed oh really for the new job yeah so it's like another job I stayed it for a year but I don't know it's like I'm in my 20s I just life is too short like to stay just for the sake of being able to say you stayed somewhere like when you know it's not a good fit and you're not happy it's like 
just you don't have like you don't have to do anything like you can no totally and it's like who cares really i know like you don't owe anyone anything yeah so it's like if you know it's not good for you just like leave while you can like nothing's forcing you to stay and like i feel like a year is a good amount of time to stay at a job so it's like you know you did it for a year it's not like you did it for a month and then we're like this is not for me yeah so i feel like that's fine you know like don't even worry about it i feel like it's ingrained in us that you should stay at a job for 40 years or something it that is like the best thing you can do is stay like staying longer is a positive thing and jumping around is bad but just feel like those days are so over like starting a job when you're 20 and leaving when you're 60 like it's just I don't know it's like even my mom has jumped around a bunch and like Mm -hmm. she's in her 50s so it's like I don't know I, I just feel like you don't have to do it that way and it's not a sign of like because sometimes I was always like, okay, I feel like I've like a fail a little bit at this job because I'm leaving so early. But it's it's yeah. not like. No. It's and it's really also not. fun to try something new. Like yeah. it's fun to work in different industries and try different roles and mm-hmm. like really learn what you like and what you don't like. Mm-hmm. Especially when you're young, like just starting your career, like you could, if you jump around, you will learn like every, like you will double your skills because like. Yeah. With everywhere you go, because you're learning like a whole new whole new skill set meeting new people like you do grow and like you become a better like employee I think yeah so. I think so too me just like just find this I'm like yeah no fine. literally and like it really is fine that I did this <laughs> yeah <laughs> but yeah no but I, I'm excited like I know it's the right decision I think when I share like what I'm doing people will be like okay yeah that makes sense so yeah um, but yeah I wanted to share that on the podcast so that's my high and my low and I don't know I have just I have too many emotions this just week. Just so many thoughts. Yeah. I know. It's like, are you okay yeah. over there? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm really not. I need, a, I need a glass of wine and it's like one in the afternoon. <laughs> no, totally. It's fine though. It's a Saturday of Halloween. So yeah. like you can have one. It's fine. <laughs> yeah. I know. Halloween. I, I hope everyone had a safe Halloween, I guess, when you're listening to yeah, this Monday. Yeah. So. Because it'll be over when this goes up. I think those are our highs and lows. Any, anything else? Any yeah. recs? Any other updates? Should we do a screen time um, check-in? <laughs> oh, Jesus. I forgot we talked about that last week. I'm literally still so embarrassed about that. No, you shouldn't like, be. You need to just... It's good. Yeah. You're keeping up. It's it's an investment of time in your happiness. No, Think of it that totally. Way. Totally. Thank you so much for You're supporting welcome. me. I'm going to check mine. <laughs> I'm going to check mine too now. I feel like mine was down. Like, for sure. I mean, how could it go up? How many hours of TikTok did you have last week? I think you had 16 hours or something. I think I had 16 too. <laughs> <laughs> um, so my screen time's up eight hours this week. Um, so we love that. Oh my god, mine's down at 37 percent. <laughs> um, I'm That's I was good. down to 40 hours throughout the week. Me too. And only eight hours and 51 minutes of TikTok. My TikTok for the week is 14 hours. Oh, yeah. Mine this week was only eight. Well, technically nine because it was eight hours and 50 minutes. Is this normal? Like, I really want to have someone comment or like just DM I us. Know. So we we like have a range because I'm like eight hours is pretty good because that's like le- like just over an hour a day. Yeah. Please send us your screen times. Like we have to know if we're OK. <laughs> we need to know. Or like if we have an actual problem. Yeah. Yeah. But you know what's crazy? It's like. If I just had deleted TikTok off my phone, I would have 13 more hours in my week. Literally, to, like, live life. 
And then sometimes I'm like trying to justify it because I'm like, oh, I'm making TikTok, so like that takes time, but it, it takes like a minute. So no, literally, <laughs> I like barely even make them. I, I'm like strictly just watching. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So um, I spent an hour and thirteen minutes on my camera. It was those uh, merch pictures. Yeah. <laughs> Oh my god, you guys. We tried to take merch photos and we should like post the drops in the stories or something. Like, oh my god. They are tragic. At least it's I, mine so are. Mine are so bad, but we're going to redo it. So the ones I'm sure you will see on the Instagram will be good, but <laughs> the first Yeah, round just know that there was not... like a lot of effort that went into those. Like yeah. a lot. Oh my god. Um I was on Tinder for 1 hour and 20 minutes last week. <laughs> One hour and twenty minutes of just swiping. That's what the not hell? That bad. I was on. <laughs> I was. What? I was on Uber Eats for fifty minutes. Oh my god! You couldn't decide what to get. <laughs> that's like a lot. Um. No. Okay. So I think that's everything from us for the intro. Thank you for hanging out with us as always. Yeah. Make sure to stay tuned. November fifth. We can't Heck wait. Yeah. We literally cannot wait. I'm so excited. As soon as we see someone tag us with their sweatshirt oh my God. on, I'm going to cry. No, literally same. Like, yeah. we're all going to be matching in the same sweaters. How cute is that? It's so iconic. So iconic. I can't literally talk. can't. Busy blooming. Can't talk. I'm busy blooming. <laughs> Hell yeah. Yeah, we love it. <laughs> anyway. Okay, well, um, I guess that's it from us. I hope you guys had a great Halloween. We're yes. off to get ready for halloween and yes oh my god i have so much to do me too i know i I can't even (laughs) yeah that's really stressful (laughs) like i know you only have a few hours i know i'm just like i'm just gonna have like i need to get the apartment clean put up the halloween decorations Mm -hmm. make a vodka punch for everyone and then it will come to me so totally totally Mm -hmm. it's like one of those sayings where you're like under pressure it's just gonna come you know Mm -hmm. it'll be fine exactly and we do need a photo of your poly pocket costume because oh my god you guys know that see. it's coming stay tuned to my instagram i promise i will come through watch me get not get a single good picture no i can't I even think about that i just i don't understand how people get consistently like every day great outfit pics like who is taking these photos i would and how do you pose like no i would literally that could never be me i'm so awkward taking pictures i'm like Same literally what do you do like what do you do with your hands what do you do with your arms i'm like it's so stressful i can't but there's like tiktok tutorials of how to stand and i'm gonna have to watch some we might have to watch some before halloween and no (laughs) literally i'm gonna sit here right now and watch like 12 of them yeah and (laughs) yeah and we deliver the results on monday (laughs) no totally (laughs) oh my god Okay, well, thank you guys for listening to us in the intro, and um, yeah, let's get into the interview with Bailey. Okay, so we're here with Bailey Stamworth on the podcast. Thank you for being here. I'm so excited. Hi, thanks for having me. I'm really excited, too. This is like a nice little pick-me-up to a gloomy little rainy day here. Yeah, you're in Vancouver, right? I feel like it's rainy there every day. True. Um, (laughs) Yes, I am. It's very gloomy, very rainy today. So, true Vancouver day. Yeah. No, I'm so excited to have you on. I feel like we're going to get oh, like a crash course in thriving in your 20s and <laughs> all the I things. don't know, hopefully, but we'll see. 
<laughs> I'm excited. Um, okay, well, before we jump in, do you want to just quickly introduce yourself? Tell us what your days look like, who you are, and let's just learn about you. Yeah, I mean, my name's Bailey, as you said. Um, I live in Vancouver. I'm 31. And I'm a podcaster, an entrepreneur, uh, creator, influencer, whatever you want to call it. Kind of do a bunch of different things. And I am a dog mom, which is like my favorite title. I'm plant-based. Like, I don't know. It's a bunch of different stuff. My day-to-day never looks the same, though, because I have like three different job titles technically. So I'm just kind of always bouncing around from one thing to the next. But I love having like a diverse kind of schedule. So it's fun. Yeah, you do so much. I was researching you before the episode and like all the articles were like, she's done this and this and this all before the age of 25. I'm like, oh my God. (laughs) Okay, so a question we ask every guest and I would love to hear your answer to this is if you could go back to yourself at 18, what is something you would tell your 18 year old self? Um, gosh, I mean, at 18, I had no clue what I was doing. Probably thought I did. I think for me, it would have been just to know how much I was going to grow and change. I think at 18, you're so excited to get to 22. And then at 22, you're excited to get to 24. And then at 24, you're like starting to get scared of getting to 26. I, I just feel like I have grown so much since I was 18 and in ways I never really thought I would. Um, So I guess to anybody who is still kind of navigating that part of their life, just don't put pressure on yourself. Just focus on what you love and not what people expect you to love. I think I was doing a lot of that when I was really young. I felt like I had to do certain things or go to post-secondary school because that's what you're taught to do. Maybe not so much anymore. I think that there's a lot more wiggle room with that these days but back then that was definitely the expected path so yeah I just I would say just follow your own true path and don't focus on what others want that to be for you Mm -hmm. I love that that's such a good answer I feel like too your ideas of what you can do are so small when you're 18 Mm -hmm. it's like you could be a lawyer or a doctor and like this I'm sure what you're doing now you you wouldn't have even been able to like think of it because it probably didn't even like cross your mind I, so, I don't even think it existed to be honest I mean yeah. I podcasting obviously did I was not aware of it though like I never knew that was a job or even something that people did um and yeah like <laughs> influencing was not a thing mm-hmm. I never knew much about social media at that point like I think I knew a little bit I think it was more Facebook though than anything or mm-hmm. like I don't know I'd done MySpace back in the day if anybody knows what that is I'm dating myself but I yeah like I never ever knew this is where I could even end up not that like it was where I would end up or want to do it's like I didn't even know it was an option Mm -hmm. yeah absolutely your career is so inspirational and I was checking out your LinkedIn too and just to see how you've kind of always almost been on this path of entrepreneurship like even from the program you took and in school and I think when someone sees something like you and everything you've done, you're like, oh, she must just hustle like all the time. She must just work 24 seven. And I think nowadays it's almost this hustle culture is looked down upon. I'd love to get your take on that. Like, what is that balance between like working really hard and getting everything done and then also like taking care of your mental health and like, how do you navigate that? 
Yeah, I mean, it's definitely changed a lot for me over the journey, I guess, because I was hustling. Like, I was working so hard when I was young, and now I'm more in that space where I do want to really prioritize my mental health or, like, lean into self-care a bit more if I'm having a tougher day, um, which today is one of those, so there will be a lot of self self-care for me. Um, but yeah, I mean, like I struggle with hustle culture a little bit because I do think you have to put in the work if you want to, to pursue a dream or to be an entrepreneur or to even just be great at something that maybe you don't have that skill set at yet. Mm -hmm. And I think that mental health is so important. So it's hard because I'm like, how, like, what is the balance? I don't have the answer to that. And I think that there is always kind of like buzzwords that we fall into traps of. And then we're like, well, maybe I shouldn't be putting all of my energy into working hard to build this thing where it's like, if you love it, if it is what you want to do. And I say the word you, that's where my emphasis is because you have to want it and it's not going to feel like work if that's what you want like for me when I was doing the things I wanted to do I felt fulfilled working 12 14 hour days if I had been doing that at a dentist office I probably would have felt exhausted and drained so I think a huge part of finding that balance with hustle culture and mental health or self-care or just balance in general is what works for you because that's never going to look the same for two people regardless of how similar their careers are or whatnot everybody's so unique in that path and I think that you really really just have to find what works for you because that's how you're going to find kind of the marriage between loving what you do and working hard Mm -hmm. yeah that's such a great take and I think it's so mixed right like it's like two schools of thought almost it's like on social you see people who are like listen to yourself take a day off like relax which is all good stuff but I even found myself getting into a bit it's it's like too much it's like yeah of course I want to today Saturday like have a day off from my job and relax and like technically that's what my body's telling me to do but like I also need to work hard and like get this stuff done what are your like kind of indicators of like okay I'm about to get burnt out or am burnt out like what is that for you like what does that look like it's a lot of how I'm feeling in my body um Mm -hmm. which I used to really overlook or kind of dissociate from and just not pay attention to and say this was normal or that's oh how I should be feeling because again it's like what I was told or taught um so for me it's really been getting to know myself I think that there's a lot of foundation foundational work that comes with it to be able to actually like truly recognize okay my body's telling me something like I need to chill out or Mm -hmm. we're going to get to a worse spot because for so long I ignored those signs I didn't know how to look for them I didn't know what they were and I would get to that point of like absolute burnout where I couldn't do anything I was useless I wasn't a good friend I wasn't a good family member I wasn't a good entrepreneur. I wasn't a good boss. I wasn't a good teammate. Like none of it, like it got Mm -hmm. to the point where everything cracked. And so I think now, like for me, it's really 
looking inward and saying like, okay, if I didn't have a good sleep today, we're going to bed earlier because that's going to build up. Or if I see myself talking to someone, like say it's my best friend and I'm talking in a way I wouldn't normally have a conversation with her. I'm like, where's this coming from? Is this because I'm stressed about something at work? Is this coming from me not making time for myself so that I can actually show up more present? It Usually things like that are warning signs that maybe we don't think to look out for. So yeah, I have a much more proactive approach, but that wasn't always the case. Yeah. And I think it just takes time too to like Mm -hmm. know yourself and see what works. And like getting burnt out is just probably like a lot of the time a result of trying a certain lifestyle and then it's it's not working trying something else and like seeing kind of that balance Um, totally and I think it goes back to like what I was saying about learning what you enjoy because mm -hmm. certain things burn me out more than others like I love being creative I love bringing something to life but I don't love doing paperwork so I've learned to delegate things that would more easily burn me out or like not bring me that kind of fulfillment or joy within my day-to-day because obviously things have to get done and like when you're an entrepreneur you're gonna have to do things that you don't always enjoy but finding ways to alleviate that or work smarter not harder I think is something that can really help kind of set you up for success with burnout Mm -hmm. yeah absolutely and I think in someone like a career that you've had, I'm sure like you're an expert on knowing like those signs too, right? Because I feel like- uh, I wouldn't call me an expert, <laughs> but thank you. <laughs> I, I feel like when you work like nine to five, it's just like five o'clock, you shut off and you're like, okay, I'm done. But if someone like you, right? You're like, probably you have to put on so many boundaries and like learn all those things more so than like a more like nine to five lifestyle. Yeah. And I think I'm always learning it. Like- It's hard because I'm really good at setting boundaries some days and I'm not other days. Like that's Mm -hmm. just the reality. And I think a lot of us try and live life in an all or nothing state. Like, okay, if I'm going to have a boundary, I have to have it all the time. And I think that for me, realizing it's always going to ebb and flow was a huge part of me becoming better at these things because they're feeling guilty about... It's like you would set a boundary or I would set a boundary and then I one day would maybe have trouble maintaining it. Then I feel guilty about not maintaining it. Then I tell myself I should have maintained it. And it just goes in this cyclical cycle that does you no good. So now I just accept that like, hey, I didn't set that today. Tomorrow's a new day. I'm going to try. So I think we have to be gentle with ourselves, whether we're entrepreneurs or not. Like, I think that's a huge part of it all mm-hmm. absolutely I, w- I would love to dive into your kind of business journey as well and I think it's so cool and like all the things you've done so I mean where did you start off like how did you even get to where you are now like early stages like what did you do in school and like post-grad um yeah I mean so when I graduated high school my family kind of like I was saying post-secondary was like the expected path so I was really resistant to that because there was nothing that excited me. Um, I didn't really know what I wanted to do, to be honest. I danced growing up and I was like, I'm going to be a dancer. I'm going to be a backup dancer for like Janet Jackson or Britney Spears or something. Nope. I definitely was not cool (laughs) enough to do that or good enough. Um, So when the reality sunk in of that, I was like, 
uh, what am I going to do? And I didn't really have an answer for my family. So they were like, we'll just go to school. And I was like, fine, I don't really know what else to tell you. So I went for my master's in business because the only thing I really did know was that I wanted to work for myself. I just knew that I wasn't someone who was going to do well in a nine to five working under someone else's like leadership. So I went to a local university for my bachelor's in business and that was like a four-year program I believe but after a year I was like "Mm, nope this isn't for me I don't learn sitting behind a desk having someone talk at me I don't learn by reading textbooks and doing tests like I just it felt dated we were doing a marketing course and none of what was being talked about which was like billboard ads and it just felt like it was so behind with social media kind of up on the rise. And so I said to my family, I was like, listen, this is a waste of money. I was like, I am not going to do anything with this. So I just ended up working in a local boutique and just taking on some jobs. And I really, really first kind of like got my taste into social media when I was working for this company. I just... I started their Instagram. I had no idea what it was. It was when it really just like first came out. I was posting photos of my dog on a freaking store's Instagram. Like it made no sense. It made none, but I didn't know what it was and I was just figuring it out. And then as I kind of started to see it grow, I just kind of learned and like tried and saw what was working, saw what wasn't. And to be honest, that's how I've really approached a lot of things is it's all been trial and error and self-teachings, but I think there's just so much value in experience versus and not that there's not in traditional education but like obviously doctors and teachers and lawyers but I just don't think that it has to be that way for every single job Mm -hmm. yeah and I mean doing that takes a lot of courage I mean like it's so much not to say it's like easy to work nine to five but like it's kind of just that traditional route that you were talking about how do you like, how did you find the confidence to just, like, start things on your own? It's a great question because I don't really know. Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't really think I had the confidence thinking this is going to work. I know what I'm doing. Like, I trust that. I just think I loved it. I think mm-hmm. it came from such a genuine place of curiosity and creativity and just me enjoying it. And I'm someone when I enjoy something, I'm just, like, all in it. I fixate on it. Like... It doesn't feel like work to me like I could be sitting on my couch creating something because I want to and the hours will fly by but if I have to create something because I have to and I'm not excited about it it feels like pulling teeth so for me I think it was just being in that zone of like I freaking loved what I was doing and as I've gotten older and like (laughs) tried other things sometimes I'm like I just have to be okay if this doesn't work. Like, I don't know if it's going to. Like, when I started play, I didn't have savings. I didn't plan on doing it. I had a mortgage I had to pay every single month. And I was like, you just have to be okay with that being an option. Like, that is a risk factor in this decision. But I did believe in my ability at that point to work hard and commit to it. And I think that was something, I think the confidence becomes built over time and it's kind of like building a trust relationship with yourself and like 
saying, hey, I'm going to show up for you today and I'm going to show up for what we want and then continuing to do that. And as I've gotten older and as I've done more things, like I feel very confident in that relationship with myself. Yeah. And I mean, something like play, I mean, it's so it's grown so much. It's so successful now. What was was there a specific moment where you're like, okay, this is actually like working? Yeah, I mean, it's funny because people like say such kind words and they're like, it's so successful. And I'm like, sometimes I just want to be like, I don't know if it is. And that's okay. Mm -hmm. Like, I am proud of where it's at, but I think we all define success so differently. So like you saying successful versus someone else, like you might all have different pictures of what the back end of that looks like. And I think we do this a lot on social media with like influencers or just anybody like we kind of see the highlight reels and I'm really proud of what we've built as a team with play and I it is a smaller boutique agency though like we and I've wanted it to be that way like I started play because my past jobs had worked with PR agencies we'd worked with marketing agencies and they were incredible they were huge and expensive (laughs) they were so expensive and there was no tangible kind of deliverable list. It was like, okay, you're going to pay $10,000 a month and we'll get you what we get you. And it was like, okay, where's this money going? And then sometimes you would see results, sometimes you wouldn't. So when I set out to start play, I was like, I want something that's going to support the entrepreneur that I've been, the person who is usually a one person, maybe three person show max and who is investing a lot of their own personal income and making sacrifices of like not going to a friend's birthday party because they've just had a launch and have to stay home and pack orders. Like I just really have always felt for that small business. And so I wanted play to be that support system for them. So to me, it feels successful that I've been able to do that, that I've been able to support those people I've wanted to support since the beginning. And it's never been about like a dollar value for me. Mm-hmm. And that's really what success is. It's just accomplishing what you set out to do. Yeah. I mean, even if it's like your goal one day is to do nothing and relax. I mean, if you do nothing, it's being successful, totally. right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, and I think like the agency, having a boutique agency like that is such a good idea. I mean, the amount of marketing budgets I've blown working corporate, like on <laughs> nothing like <laughs> that you get from agencies, yeah. like, no, it, it's great. And I mean, in, in addition to play, I mean, you've had so many other great experiences. Like, um, I was reading your article or the blog post you wrote for the Skinny Confidential, and it was such a good piece. I'm gonna link oh, in the show notes. Thank you. Yeah, I loved it. Which is so. What's have been like such a cool experience? Like, what was that even like? Yeah, I mean, Lauren mentored me. Um, so it was really kind of serendipitous with like the origin story of play because I was working this job and I'm really grateful that I worked there it was in fashion and I was it was where I learned about social media and all of that but I kind of had been there seven years and was like I take this home with me I'm in the thick of this job and I'm working so hard I feel like I'm working the same hours that if I was working for myself I could build something and so I was at a trade show in Vegas laying in a hotel bedroom at like two in the morning and I saw in Lauren's stories that she was looking for mentees I was like I'm just gonna shoot my shot I'm just gonna email her and I did already have a connection with her I will say that like I I did have a little bit of a foot in the door it wasn't like a super close connection but um I emailed her and was like if 
like this is my idea I'm thinking of leaving my job like starting something and she was like let's do it the next day and I was like shit now I gotta actually do this like I mm-hmm. I put this into the universe it's been accepted like now I have to actually act on it mm-hmm. I was like what do I do now but it didn't actually end up becoming a mentorship until about a year later so I ended up being heavily in play at the time already and felt like I didn't need her to mentor me on that so I got her to mentor me on my newest project which was our podcast what day is it and it was amazing like I think everybody should have a mentor and it doesn't have to be someone who is has a huge following on Instagram or is like I, I don't know it just doesn't have to be as big as some people think it might have to be I think that a mentor can even just be someone local who is in the same field as you or has expertise and can challenge you i I don't think you should ever want a mentor who's going to sugarcoat anything and Lauren never did she was so direct there was so much value in everything she told me so when it came to the end of our time together that's when I wrote that blog post and I just kind of wanted to share what she had taught me because there was so much value in it and yeah I'm really really grateful for that experience yeah it's such a cool experience and all the tips you gave were so good. One really stuck out to me. You're like, don't be boring. <laughs> it's just <laughs> That so- was something she always told me. She's like, <laughs> and I am boring. Like, I'm not going to be unreal here. Like, I definitely yeah. can be so boring. But I think in business, you have to think about what makes you different and focus on that because it is easy to become not necessarily boring, but to just try and fit into a box because you see that's what's working for other people. But at some point they were different, you know, that's probably what made it work for them. So it's always better in my mind to step outside the box and lead and try something new, even if it fails 20 times before you kind of get that momentum. But yeah, don't be boring. It's like the Emma Chamberlain effect. It's like the way she used to edit. And now like everyone does it that way. Yeah. It's so basic. And yeah, no, totally. What do you feel like the biggest way you've changed is like throughout all these different experiences, either personally or professionally? Oh, that's a good question. I mean, I think it kind of ties into both. I've become a lot more empathetic. I think real in a way. Mm -hmm. I used to want to be perfect I was a perfectionist and there is nothing great about being a perfectionist let me tell you like I grew up that way I thought the world was black and white and I could either do something always or I could do it never and it didn't serve me it always just felt like I was chasing something that was unattainable because perfection truly is unattainable And I wanted to be curated. I wanted people to think that everything was perfect. I wanted them to think I never struggled, that I, that it came easy, that it was bigger and better than it probably was. And I think a lot of what we see now on social media still is that. And so I think for me, it's become so important to share the behind the scenes of that, the reality of that, and there's a lot more struggle than there is balance or (laughs) Mm -hmm. contentment and all of that. And 
So I think for me, that's probably how I've changed the most is like actually opening myself up to that and sharing that and resonating with people who share that and looking for that kind of content or getting to know myself in that kind of way because I really, really rejected that for a long time. Mm-hmm. It's so much easier said than done too. Like on social media. Oh, for media. sure. <laughs> like, yeah. I mean, like your content is so genuine, like, and it's so Thank real. You. And I think people would come across that maybe think like, oh yeah, you know, it's just being herself. But like, it's so hard like to post like raw, vulnerable content on social media. And like, how did you kind of just like, was there a day you're like, okay, whatever, I'm over. I'm just going to like post whatever I want. Or like, how did you kind of navigate that on social media? Like, have you gotten any backlash or like hate or like, yeah, just growing that confidence? Um, definitely haven't gotten any backlash or hate. I mean, not that any that I would take seriously anyways. Mm -hmm. Um, and I'm really, really grateful that I do have such a positive community. Um, in terms of kind of figuring that out, there was never like one day where I woke up and was like, okay, I'm, I'm here. I'm going to be real. And that's Mm -hmm. it. Like, I think for me, I slowly started opening up over time and like took baby steps and it became more comfortable and I became more willing to share more. Um, and a lot of that came from like the support of the community and just kindness. Um, and people saying and sharing their stories of struggle, like that to me was so inspiring because Mm -hmm. I felt so alone for so long. And so I think, yeah, it's, I mean, sometimes I still struggle. Like today I put up a post that was very real and it's not even that I struggle with sharing it because at this point I've been doing it for probably like being open for probably like two or three years. Um, actually maybe more because I feel like honestly we've been in a pandemic for two years and Mm -hmm. I forget that that was two years of our lives. (laughs) Um, but I think for me, my struggle is with my perfectionism and Mm -hmm. trying to be like, my feed needs to look cute. Like I'm still kind of stuck in that Mm -hmm. a little bit. And then I have to check myself and be like, I actually don't give a flying fuck. And I'm so sorry if I can't swear. You can. <laughs> but you can. like, I just don't. I look at other people's feeds who are like that. And I'm like, if that's what makes you happy, that is incredible. That And then like, it looks amazing. But I don't want to look back on my social media in 10 years and five years and one year and not really know who I was. Because I feel like when I post like... I can just tell when a post came from my heart or when it didn't and when Mm -hmm. it felt like I should be doing that or when I wanted to be doing that. And so I've really tried to be conscious with how I show up on social media in that way because I think it it plays a big part in the whole thing. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. That whole, like, filter debacle I find so hard, too, because, like, I guess a couple – I don't know. Yeah, like you said, I don't know what time it is even. But, like, a a few years (laughs) ago, like, those – filters were so in like the overexposed Mm -hmm. like everything was filtered and it's it's a funny conversation but like for anyone who does social media it's so real of like do I do the unfiltered thing like I need to commit to something and um no I I love that and it's like I am like such a branding nerd so like I love Mm -hmm. cohesiveness and it's for me it's been a struggle of like wait am I like not being a good brand (laughs) and I'm just I'm done with it. I'm like, this is not a square on the internet is not worth me stressing (laughs) myself out and raising my cortisol levels. I'm like, 
I just need to post what I want to post. And if it doesn't look good next to the last one I posted, like, who actually cares? I know. I was talking to Julia Christ about this, too, because she was like, well, my thumbnails on YouTube have, like, this filter. So my Instagram has the same filter, so it's aligned. And I'm like, <laughs> I totally feel this. And it sounds crazy, but, like, yeah. it's 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 a struggle. It is. Mm-hmm. Who do you look up to, like, on either social or in your personal life, both, like, for business decisions and personal things? Like, are there any specific people that kind of guide you? Um, yeah, I mean, I don't have, like, a mentor right now, but there's definitely people that I look up to, like Jillian Harris. I've always been so damn inspired by that woman. I've known her for years, and I've seen her work from... She is one of the hardest working people I've ever met. Like, no one will ever know how hard that woman works behind the scenes. Um, But I worked with her when she was just a one-woman show, and now she's got, like, a team of 30, and that was probably six, seven years ago. So it's not that long of a time in, like, the, the scale of a business, but she is always thinking outside the box but also so intentional like more intentional than a lot of people give her credit for and she puts up with so much hate so she's always inspiring me whether it's business or personally she's also just I love watching her because she is so successful like Mm -hmm. so successful but she is so grounded and so humble she's not someone walking around with like designer bags or like she drives a Toyota like Mm -hmm. she's just so she's just the true Alberta girl that she's always been and I love that I mean obviously like the birds papaya I just Mm -hmm. think she's incredible and she really really inspires me to be vulnerable and show up online in a real authentic way um and then my grandma she's just Mm -hmm. like always I get emotional when I talk about her (laughs) she's just so strong it's so good to have these mentors like both in your personal life and on social because I mean it's so grounding like I think we can get so caught up like we were even talking about like the posting and all that stuff but like to have both family and people in the space who are genuine is so Mm -hmm. hard to find and so I think Um, something about being in our 20s that's so weird is that everyone's in such like a different phase of life and we mm -hmm. see posts like this all the time in our Facebook group which is like all women in their 20s and it's like okay someone's like getting married and buying a house someone's in New York (laughs) being a photographer like someone's in post-grad school like what do I do and is that something you've ever felt like that kind of comparison what am I doing oh god yeah yeah okay I mean I think we all do at some point in our lives I think for me my path has been very um non-traditional I've been single most of my life like and I've I love it like that's what I've chosen but for me I've always been around friends who've taken like the get out of high school go to post-secondary married their high school sweetheart now starting to have babies and there's absolutely nothing wrong with that it makes them so happy and it makes me so happy for them but if I was doing that just to try and fit a box I would be so miserable I wouldn't know who I was and I really started to feel like I found that with myself when I started surrounding myself with other people because I feel like I don't think I come from a small town but maybe I do but I just think that what I've been exposed to was a very traditional type of path in your Mm -hmm. life and I think social media was a really great tool for me to connect with other people who were living a little bit more independently and outside of the box or having babies later in life or 
getting married when they're 38. Like, I don't think that there has to be this one path we all take or that defines us. And it's been hard for me to accept that because sometimes I do look at them and I'm like, did I make a mistake? Like, should Mm -hmm. I have prioritize my love life a bit more but then I'm like no I wouldn't have learned the lessons I've learned in this life I wouldn't have the self-appreciation I have or have traveled as much as I have and seen the things and experienced different cultures and for me that's what I love so yeah I think there's always going to be an element of comparison I think you're always going to kind of wonder what a different life would have looked like but it you have to just check yourself and remind yourself like If you're doing what makes you happy, that's all that matters. Yeah. I relate to that so much. I feel like we grew up in similar spaces. Like, I grew up in Victoria. And, like, it's, like, when I go back there, it's, like, so many of my friends now are, like, married, having kids. And, like, again, that's great. But it's, like, coming back to what you said at the beginning is, like, just knowing yourself and knowing what Mm -hmm. makes you happy and works for you. And, like, it's so hard to, like, trust that you are where you're supposed to be. But... Um, yeah, no, it's, it's, I feel like that's one of the hardest parts of your twenties is like, there's so many versions of life and like in high school, it's all the same life. And then your twenties, it's everyone's doing something different and it's, it's really hard. And you have the pressure of like figuring it all out when you're in high school, you kind of have that security of your parents. Mm -hmm. Um, well, most people do not everybody, obviously. And then I think by the time you kind of enter your late twenties, which is, when I really started to get a lot more clarity on like who I was and who I wanted to be and how I wanted to show up in this world because from like 20 to 27 28 maybe you are a hot mess like you're just figuring it out you're getting thrown opinions at you of what you should be or how you should act or what your job should be or what you're doing wrong what you're doing right And what you're doing right might not be what you love, but people are telling you that. And I just think the best thing you can do, and it's not easy, and it takes daily practice, is just check in with yourself and ask yourself what you want. Because you might not have the answer one day, and it might change the next day, but I think the more you ask yourself that question, the better connected you get with yourself. And I think that makes just a whole difference in how you show up in every aspect of your life yeah yeah absolutely and I think someone like you as well like you're such a good representation of just taking control of your life and not going down the path that everyone is supposed to is supposed to go down quote unquote but um for anyone listening like who kind of has maybe gone down a path and like okay maybe this isn't for me like what do I do? How do I get out of this? Like, do you have any ad- advice for that? It's hard because I don't, I think that's so unique to every single situation, but I would just start finding like little things in the day that bring you joy. And that could be snuggling your dog. It could be making something. If there's like, for lack, I don't know why knitting is the first thing that came to my <laughs> mind, but if you love to knit, then knit. Yeah. Like, and then maybe that turns into, you're like, oh, well, I love to knit hats and then maybe you're like well I want to start a hat line like it doesn't have to all be this big idea at once I think that we can just find our joys and then if our joys turn into something great if they just stay our joys that's equally as great Mm -hmm. I think that we're in a society that's like bigger better faster and there's nothing wrong with staying small and slow so 
I would just say if you feel like you took the wrong path, be gentle with yourself. There's literally no one that can ever tell you you took the wrong path except for yourself because no one knows what's right for you. So just know that maybe there's a lesson to learn, but it doesn't mean that you did the wrong thing. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't mean it's too late to change and like find what you want because I feel like a lot of time people think, oh, I didn't do it. I can never do it. Mm-hmm. And that's so not true. Yeah. And you can change your your life so fast. It's like mm-hmm. the, the decisions of like whatever, whether it's career-wise or personally, like you are never, ever stuck. Like, like you said, no matter how old you are, what you're doing. And I think it's we underestimate that a lot it's like this is just I'm going down this path so I'm just, I have to stay here and people can say that at like 20 like it's like you don't realize I think a lot of the time like how much time you we have and like how quick you can change everything yeah we definitely underestimate not only that situation but our, just ourselves in general a lot we're capable of so much more than I think anyone gives themselves credit for myself included I like I've something I'm working on right now is being okay with being powerful because I think when you start to step into your power or just even happiness sometimes I think there's an underlying fear of like I'm gonna lose it I'm gonna get it wrong and it's like you have to push past that because it's just that voice inside of your head that's telling you lies so don't give it attention and just allow yourself to be powerful yeah I love that that's that's a really good piece of advice okay I think that was everything <laughs> I had to chat about you today this was so fun thank so you so fun. much for coming yeah. on and taking the time sorry for crying it's been a day <laughs> and I don't know my grandma just struck a chord I just love her I so know. much <laughs> I love it We've, we have cried in this podcast a lot so like it's, it's all good <laughs> okay where, where can people find you like shout out all your stuff so everyone can go follow and we'll link it down below too yeah um well my personal which kind of links everything on instagram is bailey jst bailey was taken and so is bailey s so (laughs) bailey jst is what we're at and then my podcast is what days at podcast i host that with one of my best friends we have new episodes every wednesday we kind of talk like mental health pop culture business astrology like literally everything and then play digital is just play digital and We share like tips on social media. We share a lot of small businesses that we work with, try and hype them up. So yeah, I would love if you check that out. Yeah. And you're on TikTok now too. I saw that. Oh yeah. Yes. (laughs) All the same handles on TikTok. Um, I'm still trying to navigate that platform. It's fun, but it makes me feel a little old sometimes. I love like the play digital one you posted. I think it was yesterday. It was like how to use the sound for like podcast, a brand, like a person. It's so good. I love it. Thank you. Yeah. I wanted to like try and do something different there. I think that Mm -hmm. there's some great tutorials, but I think that sometimes people don't really know how to use it for their niche. So Mm -hmm. yeah, that was the, the intention there. Cool. Awesome. Well, everyone go follow. Check everything out. Thank you so Um, much. This was so fun. Yeah. Thanks again. Awesome.